Dive with Mark Hahn. Welcome to Inebriated Insights, everybody. Uh, specifically, a shout out to our most loyal viewer, my brother Brian. Happy belated 34th birthday. All right, Brian. Brian. Everyone here at the show where we all get drunk and talk about politics. Uh, Dave, yeah. what is the word that we're going to drink to tonight? We're drinking anything senator tonight. So either senate or senator, or if you mention any senator like McCarthy or... Uh, no, that's not a senator. So, that's representative. Oh, well, sorry. that was a senator. Oh, okay. Uh, it was. Oh, so, so I guess in the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, no. Then which McCarthy, if yeah. you're not specific yeah. enough, then Bob we can assume. Bob Packwood. Yeah. Um, should, we do, should we do past senators? Well, Biden? why not? Count? Yeah, because we're going to talk yeah. about them a lot, yeah. right? Yeah, why not? Tons of, yeah. tons of past senators. Really, like, technical Really historical here. here. Like, pull it out our fucking books. Well, Biden is a past senator. Yeah, yeah. As is Harris. Harris, So there's a bunch of them. Obama. We're yeah. gonna get Trump. We're gonna get I don't have enough alcohol. At all. Not Trump. Um, not at all. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Can you imagine? He, I mean, I uh, guess he could be like the. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Green is a, is a Congress. You know, yeah. if if that's possible, then oh my god. Yeah, I I heard that yeah. um, that if the Republicans win the 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 House, uh, that the. It, there's no rule that says it has to be a representative to be uh, Speaker of the House. And so they're hoping that oh. they can go ahead and just put Trump in oh, for the God, Speaker of no. the House. And oh, so then try sake. and uh, impeach both Harris and Biden. I think the rules have started already. So mm. wait. OK. Um, and then so then Trump could be his uh, could be president. Look at that sexy man. But yeah. the Speaker. <laughs> the, the speaker doesn't have to be a member of the governing body. I, I don't know. I, I saw it on Facebook. They make up all these rules <laughs> that they think they can get away. I, I mean, remember all the rules they made up for how they were going to get Trump back in office. Yeah. Yeah. So realistically, you know, this this is just one of their many their many dream solutions for the problem that probably has no constitutional basis whatsoever. Yeah. Well, OK. All right. There um, it is. All right. We've. Now that we've gone through that Orwellian nightmare, uh, have we even uh, uh, we, we, have we introduced everybody? We just kind of assume that uh, everybody knows each other. I'm Dave Stratton. Hey, there's uh, Jarrett Kaufman with the flag, and back for his second appearance, Joshua Jerome. Hello. Who's like <laughs> in reality, like a hundred feet away from Dave? Oh, something like that. Yeah, yeah we're neighbors. At least physically. Next door. Pretty much roommates. Yeah. 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 Well, should we slurp the show? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's slurp it. Let's let's slurp it up. Oh, we're gonna be drinking a lot tonight, so there it is. Yeah, yeah you're gonna cut it short. Uh, <laughs> President Biden is expected to unveil his proposed budget for 2021 tomorrow. Biden. A- according Biden, that's right. Yes, we're gonna regret this. Yeah. <laughs> According to the New York Times, the budget calls for total spending to rise to $8.2 trillion by 2031 uh, to be paid for by raising taxes on rich people, mostly. Uh, His budget includes the American Jobs Plan and American Families Plan, but leaves out money for a public option for health care and any level of student loan forgiveness. I have to admit, when I first saw this, my first thought was, fuck you, Biden, because... (laughs) 
those are those are the two things that would help me the most personally sure. um but then on the other hand from a political perspective it's like he is going for the four trillion this year for jobs infrastructure economic stimulus for families um, a lot of green initiatives i understand how maybe from a political perspective he might want to put things off until next year because if he tries to put it all in this year's budget some some of that can get rejected in negotiations and then it's harder to go for it again next year on the other hand there's seven democrats who if they died tomorrow and many of them are in their 70s they would either be replaced by a republican or that seat wouldn't be filled at all and then we'd have senate majority leader mitch mcconnell so i am of senate and two McConnell. minds of it mm. um yeah mm. Jet, uh, what were your thoughts in looking at what the priorities were? I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm of a similar mind um, that it really bugs the hell out of me to not make progress on these issues. I, I don't have student loans because I didn't bother to go to college, um, but right. I know Child enough doctor. people who did right, exactly, um, which mm -hmm. extremely lucrative, paid off in the long run beautifully uh, in my IT field. Um, <laughs> and but, child acting. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, the those seem to be, to me, some of the biggest issues for everybody. I mean, access to education for everybody for resolves so many of the economic uh, class warfare issues we have. It resolves uh, resolves isn't the is the right what was the right word, but it it helps. Uh, so many of the the class issues, so many of the race issues, so many so many problems we have. Education alone, access to higher education, access to the jobs it makes available to people. Not to mention, just again, so much of the mess we were in for the last four years. Not to mention all the countless years before that, but just less obvious is because of just how dumb people are. Yeah. Um, and it's not purely intelligence. It's lack of education and education goes a long way to get waking people up. The mere act of going to college or at least leaving your small town and meeting other people who are nothing like your people is massive to waking people up to recognizing what the world is like. And so anything that makes it easy for people to go to higher education, even if they do nothing with that degree, because I know it's such a classic joke that someone got a degree in whatever arts or, you know, women's stu studies or, you know, history, because now with a history degree, you could become a history professor to teach other people history. You know, we joke about this stuff and sure it's funny and, you know, ha ha ha. But the reality is it's still valuable. Mm -hmm. It's still uh, valuable to your future as a human and as a person who can provide greater value to your country. If we want to be all patriotic, there's nothing more patriotic than raising the intelligence and knowledge level of your entire uh, population. Yeah. So that alone is one thing. And then the one that is more directly personal to me and should be to every single human being in the world is healthcare. I live in fear constantly that something will go wrong and I will not be able to afford to do jack shit about it. I can't count the number of times I haven't bothered to go to the doctor for something that luckily so far, knock on wood, has all turned out relatively well. But 
may not have been and I should have gotten help and we see all these people who don't get help because they can't afford it and then when they do have something serious sure maybe they get the help they need but then they're in debt for the rest of their lives and their quality of life is destroyed just because they happen to to save their life for what purpose in the end I think healthcare for me personally is probably the single biggest fear point we have in this country for everybody that most of us share except for the incredibly rich and even then sometimes you'll see there's reports of these people who are doing well but then got hit with the one thing and they've got hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical bills and suddenly they're sunk too so it's hard for me to list things that are that much more important other than climate change itself and so to see it just kind of get kicked down the road knowing that uh, Biden's never taken it as seriously as I think he should have. I know, I know he cares, but I know his unwillingness to actually d- go deep into single payer demonstrates not taking it seriously enough. And so it getting kicked down the road just to me feels like he still doesn't take it seriously enough. Hmm. There is one thing that it, it, the only concern to me for single payer is like, we've seen how the the federal government will pass programs and then Republican governors will sabotage them yeah. in their states. And I'm wondering if, like, if we passed Medicare for all, if all of these Republican governors would totally sabotage it in their states. Of course. So that um, they could say it doesn't work. Anyway, that's my quick tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Dave? Well, I. Does Biden care? Yeah, I think that the loan forgiveness, Biden, Biden uh, loan forgiveness is just a pipe dream. It would be nice. I, I mean, I'm debt free, but I don't mind if other people get debt free from their uh, college tuition. I was a lucky person who got uh, an affordable college education that uh, I was able to pay for while I was in college and I came out without any student loans. It was just a very fortunate. I know, I know. Very fortunate. Good old Western Washington University. Go Vikings. I went (laughs) there for a quarter. It wasn't that cheap. Uh, Well, I mean, back then it was only like six grand or nine grand a quarter or something like, or six, three, three grand a quarter. It was just super cheap. I don't know. Of course, that was also, I'm, I'm like 80 years older than you, Mark. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> what uh i'm a little bit older than mark but anyway so i i really I, it would be nice but i really don't think that no republican not one republican's ever gonna say oh yes student loan forgiveness that is like the quintessential uh uh socialist pol- uh, policy well that, that one of. biden could do by executive order mm-hmm which was one thing I was wondering about. I was like, maybe he didn't put it in the budget because I he's thinking about just wiping it away by executive order, mm-hmm. which he totally could do and should do. Yeah. Um, so Medicare is, of course, is something that I'm also strongly feeling about. Uh, but I don't feel that's going to go ahead and um, happen this term. I don't think there's any there's not enough support on the Senate to try and get that passed right now. Uh, Senate. Um, Senate. Like, I, I don't know, it, it is something that I feel that we should mimic, like, um, every other first world country on this planet uh, and have universal health care because it should be a right and not a privilege. Uh, we Absolutely. should be able to feel comfortable if, like, we get sick and not have to worry about um, 
you know, going bankrupt. I, I like I'm piggybacking off of Jet. I've dealt with a lot of people's finances and like the number one cause for financial problems is just medical bills that and it's not even so I mean it is a lot of medical bills piling up. It's just how people can't like detect them. Like they have these charges that show up that are never get sent to them and then they just sit on their credit report and they're delinquent and then it gets sent over to a collection agency and they have all these people calling them and it's just like people have pages and pages of this shit and they're like i didn't know about any of this and they're fucked like it's just it's insane um that we have a system like that um so i i'm i'm a kaiser uh person and i love kaiser i feel like it's the closest thing that we have to socialized medicine but i i need a surgery right now that i haven't um i know they haven't called me about it's not nothing's big but i just they need to call me about it i'm like come on i just need oh i i know what one you're talking about yeah so yeah um, um. anyways yeah i I, I know it has its ups and downs with the universal health care but i do feel that we as the 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 highest uh grossing nation on this planet you know we have the most wealth out of any other country well yeah the, the highest gdp yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. uh we should be able to find a system where we can have universal health care and the people that want to have a private health care that's not subsidized by the government so that they can pay extra to go ahead and get service before everybody else i feel that is something that we can work out like i i, I don't know why that's a problem about i don't know health care what do you think josh is there anything in biden's budget that's sorely lacking biden mm-hmm. gosh you know I, i'll be honest uh I, i'm not that studied up on the issues not as well as i should be at least with more of the, the current stuff um i know that it, it's, it's disappointing as far as um and and so here's where i need to that so the infrastructure right i know that that's something that they're discussing right and, and he's proposing uh less money now than was anticipated right well um biden started off at 2.2 republicans countered with like 500 billion then biden's people went down to 1.7 and Republicans said, fuck off. So it might go back up to 2.2. So no one really knows right now. Yeah. And I know it, it seems kind of ethereal. Uh, but, well, but it's not because it's everything. Like, it's terrible. I mean, you know, I was driving down to San Diego. And <laughs> I don't know if this really falls into the thing. But, like, the roads are so, I mean, it's terrible. It's yeah, like. It's a like, shitty ass drive. Yeah. It's t- and I'm like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? And, and, and again, we, we're, we're supposed to be, like, the preeminent country. And can't even take care of our cities our, our roads or just mass transportation like we're our rail system's garbage compared to the rest of the country like it's laughable yeah and also uh piggybacking off what jet was saying about education how it makes us patriotic like i mean what happened back to like back in the day when everybody was super proud of how smart your country was like mm-hmm. it's like south korea uh you know, Japan, China, Russia, these these countries still value how smart their their citizens are. And yep. we just fucking don't care anymore because, like, we're stupid and we're proud of it or something. I yeah, don't know. Now we denigrate intelligence. We, yeah. we treat we treat education, educated people like they're the problem. 
Yeah, like, oh, God, that yeah. science that you believe in, that's anti-Christian. Yeah, that's satanic stuff right there. I mean, l- <laughs> learning. So, but it's, yeah. it's sad. But I, I, uh, I've i talked about this before on the show. I, I do think that, um, that uh, universities, state universities should be state-run. Like, they should... They should be free. We should have free tuition for yeah. public universities. Uh, community college and all state universities should be free, but not something that like, oh, you know, I'll just go to the state university. Make them really hard to get into. Like make that the school that everybody wants to go to. Like, oh, you go to UCLA, you know how hard it is to get in there and your tuition's free. That's crazy. Like, so people strive really hard to try and get into this state school that's not only free but really a really good education where all the professors are paid really well with really good pensions and good health care and everything like make that the priority for students that's going to drive uh, people wanting to get good educations like fuck i can try really hard and uh then get into um this free college like uh i i work for one of the most prestigious and difficult colleges to get into into in the whole u.s they only take about 180 students each year but uh since i work for that uh institution uh my kids can go there for free and my kids are super smart but still it's a long shot that they can get in so it's just me motivating them like guys you want to go to the school keep on you're getting mm-hmm. good grades because i mean it's a very expensive school as well so i mean that's that's motivation to get people to want to learn but will it ever happen i don't know probably not but there's a lot of equality and equity issues within the admissions process though and so like when i when i like i totally get what you're saying and i don't disagree with the concept but we have to solve a bunch of problems with how the colleges pick their their membership Mm -hmm. uh first before we can go purely based on a system like that because there are so many equality problems for kids to even qualify and so you have so many classism issues where so many students just simply don't have access to the kind of sat scores mm-hmm. you know that the consistently it's consistently found that the the main the main factor in a kid getting a good sat score is being white and rich and being able to afford the tutor, the SAT tutors and classes mm-hmm. and everything necessary to get a good enough score. And in the, in the last year, uh, because SATs have been so hard to to take properly, a lot more colleges have gone SAT, op- SAT optional, including mm-hmm. a lot of big, big major colleges. And uh, their demographics change dramatically in their admissions as a result of going SAT optional instead of going purely based on things like uh, last year high school scores. And there were huge changes in in uh, in their admissions practices. A lot of them are saying they don't want to go back to the old systems. Hmm. Some are saying they do because the thing is, the old systems allowed them to ensure that they got a class of students who gave them a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge factor in it. So even with the free college thing, like there's so many lo- potential loopholes for how that can get uh, manipulated so that it's still the rich white kids getting in. Mm-hmm. So I get a little bit nervous about that. There's a bunch of things we have to fix before we can make it purely merit based because merit isn't actually merit in the system. Yeah. Well, and that's there- not yeah. just SATs, by the way, like in musical theater, the rich kids' parents pay for them to get singing and dance yeah. lessons and then mm-hmm. they do really well in their audition. 
and then they get scholarships even though they don't need them because their parents are rich. But anyway, let's move on to our next exciting topic. Ooh, can't get more exciting Dave, than if you will. topics. Ah, uh, okay. Senate Republicans are expected to filibuster a bipartisan commission passed by the House to investigate the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, despite support from Senators Senate. Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski. Two Senators. Being the absolute brilliant negotiator he is, Joe Biden announced Biden. he would not support ending the filibuster. Joe Manchin. Manchin. <laughs> Even if they used it to filibuster an investigation of how everyone in that legislative body was almost murdered if there was any hope of bipartisanship ever happening doesn't this end it josh and how can the few who are willing to pretend that the filibuster does anything but stunt progress continue on this quixotic quest for bipartisanship oh i mean it's uh it's wishful thinking at this point bipartisanship in, in, in the senate only because senate senate only because um, if you have your own uh, party that can't agree on, on what to do moving forward, and this is the pro- I mean, this is pivotal. This is the time, right? Because, you know, we have midterms coming up. And to your point earlier, there are a lot of people who are elderly, um, uh, you know, in those seats. And if they're gone, then, like you said, the Republicans will take those seats. And, you know, we're going to be shit out of luck. We won't be able to do the things that we need to do, uh, whether it's, you know, healthcare reform, whether it's education or whatever the case might be. So I really feel like, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And I know that Biden has called out Joe Manchin publicly. Biden and um, Manchin. Oh, cheers. Biden and Manchin, two drinks. <laughs> has he? Did I miss this? It wasn't like, okay, he, I, I said call out publicly. It wasn't anything like um, too stern or, but, but, but at least he's acknowledged it as far as, hey, we need to work together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think he said that. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I just feel that the if they can't come together as a partisan issue on this issue, then they're, they're not going to come together about anything. I, I feel that bipartisanship is a it's 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 something that's uh, something that happened in the past. It's not going to happen with this GOP. Uh, when we were when the Democrats were in the minority, uh, both in the House and the Senate. The Senate. There it is. Back when Trump took office that first uh, two years there, like, there was no bipartisanship. They didn't give two fucks about the Democrats, so... They weren't even allowed in the room. Yeah, I mean, they weren't even invited. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, they, they don't want to work together. They just want their policies, and if we don't... If the Democrats don't say, oh, yeah, we're just going to give you everything you want exactly how you want it, then then that's not, oh, you aren't cooperating. That's not bipartisanship. You don't give us everything that we absolutely want. We can't meet in the middle. And it's, you know, my philosophy is that the U.S. has never negotiated with terrorism. And that's, that's, that's what their policy, that's what the U.S.'s policy is. These people are now, I feel, if they participated in this insurrection by encouraging their constituents to storm the Capitol, 
they are in fact terrorists and the Democratic Party should side with the U.S. and not negotiate with terrorists. So that's my opinion on it. Fuck those guys. Do you guys agree that in the midterms we should do what James Carville says and be like, they're all a bunch of insurrectionist pedophiles and just like really go go that hard at them? What do you think, Jet? I'm not sure it's going to make a difference. I mean, I, I guess I guess since I'm not sure it's going to make a difference, then sure, go for it. Um, I, I think that the issue is the, the that, that hardcore base that is what we're up butting up against doesn't care and doesn't believe it was an insurrection and believes Trump uh, actually won. Um, so I'm not sure that that's going to do anything to convince them. Um, no, they're a so, lost cause. Yeah, so maybe the fence sitters... Uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess my gut instinct there is it won't help, but it also won't hurt. So sure, why the fuck not? I mean, I think it is important, and Dan Piper talks about this a lot, who was communications director for Obama. They always label us as radical. We need to find a way to have consistent messaging that points out how radical they are yeah. so that they are unacceptable to independent swing voters. Well, all you got to do is just reference history. I mean, just look at what Democrats and Republicans were, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, People like, don't know history because they don't go to college. Exactly. They they're not history. Yeah, we, we, we've already talked segment. about all of this. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but seriously, though, like if you go back to when Nixon was in office, like the, the, ta- the tax rate on the wealthy was like super high, like 30, it was like it was beyond high. And so that's all de- the Democrats want to do right now is just put it back to that tax rate. Before put it back Reagan. to Republican that. standards. Yeah, Not back when that. fucking Nixon was in office, like the, the fucking yeah. the poster child for the Republican Party for a long time. like The man who started the EPA. Yeah, the guy who fucking fought no. against uh, the the Red War. Yeah, I mean, like the Red... The Cold War, sorry. Um, it's, uh, it just boggles my mind that they would call those tax rates socialism when he... Nixon was the one who was fighting against socialism back in the mm-hmm. 70s. It's, I don't know. It's fucked up, yep. man. It's- My messaging, if I were Biden, would be like, I want the tax rates to be the same that they were in 1994. <clears throat> Is that socialist? That's yeah. what I would just say every mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I just to- want them to be what they were in the 90s. When George W. That's Bush. All. Well, I mean, I-, I think it should be for what it was when Nixon was in an office. Like Reagan really fucking just destroyed this country with his yep. uh, trickle down economics. And then uh, it kind of went back up with. Um, H.W. Bush and Clinton and to something reasonable, but then fucking W. came around and just slashed it and raped it in its ass again. Um, So, but no, I I think that is a good standpoint there, just being like, hey, remember the 90s? (laughs) Would you call that uh, socialist era? Or do you remember the late 70s or the the mid-70s there? You call that socialist? Like, no, just go back in time and say, this is how Republicans were. This is how Democrats were. Look where Republicans are now, all right? And look where Democrats are now. Like, Democrats are pretty much the same. Like, if you look at the uh, ideological spectrum from left to right, 
where fucking Republicans just went way off the deep end on the right end there towards like, uh, like pretty much fascism right now, totalitarianism. Mm. And they say that, oh, well, Democrats are still the same. They're way far over here. So guess what? Uh, the Democrats are extreme because they're way to the left. Um, so, but no. Well, not. if I can, if you don't mind. No, go I, ahead. I'd like Professor. Please. It's crazy. It's just like... Um, the GOP right now is having an identity crisis. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know who they are, right? And and, and that's just going to be so interesting about what happens after. Or, I mean, it's interesting in the sense that historically it'll be cool to track, but scary in the moment because, you know, uh, again, the whole thing with Liz Cheney, all that drama, and how she's been ousted. Cheney. And oh wait, not was, a senator. But was oh. Dick Cheney ever a senator? Oh well. Sorry. Well, oh, no, we took an so. accidental extra drink. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for being on it. There um, you go. Um, and, and so you have, you know, uh, you know, the Mitt Romneys and, and, and that's Romney. 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 That one counts. That class of, uh, of, of Republican. And then you have the Marjorie Taylor Greens, and, and you have all of these individuals who are so sworn to the Trump uh, brand that um, I, so I, it's interesting as the GOP goes through all that, I wonder um, what it's going to mean for going back to our previous conversation, bipartisan efforts, you know, are the more reasonable uh, uh, conservatives, are they going to be willing to align with, because I think that's, that's Biden's oil. Biden. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm backtracking. One question that I would pose is bipartisanship even a good thing? Because like in the eighties in the eighties, Reagan and Tip O'Neill worked together a lot. They didn't really produce the best policies for America. I mean right. the Democrats had the House during the entire Reagan administration. Shouldn't it just be the way that it is in other Western many other Western nations where it's like the majority party governs, the minority party complains about it and puts forth their vision, and then the yeah. voters get to decide. I just, I don't understand why everyone jerks off to bipartisanship. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's like we're trying I, to... I don't care. Pander I mean, it. I know in polling, they're like, would you rather people be bipartisan? Of course people are going to be say yes. They're not going to be like, no, I'd rather they fight. But I think people care a lot more about what they actually do. Yeah, well, I, I think if uh, we if we could solve the gerrymandering issues, I'd feel mm-hmm. a little bit better about that. But the, it gets way too easy for the Republicans to manage to take control and keep control for me to feel good about the idea that whoever has the majority mm-hmm. is uh, just just calls the shots because they're too good at, at, at ensuring. Like, I feel like it was just a pure accident that they lost control this time, that they just they they they've they did the wrong math they put their their chips in the wrong places and they're doing a pretty darn good job of fixing all of the holes that they accidentally left that allowed them to lose power and they're going to come right back in and so yeah i agree with you that bipartisanship is is bullshit but i you know I, I, I feel like our two-party system itself is bullshit. Yep. And so until we have something that um, allows for more points of views to matter, we're stuck here. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this quickly before we move on. Like, we know that Republicans are going to gerrymander Texas and Georgia and Wisconsin and places like that, if they can't even more than they already are. But should Democrats 
I mean, I think they control it in like seven states, the biggest one being New York. Should they just gerrymander the fuck out of that state and say, if you have a problem with it, then we can pass HR one. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. I, I think so. Why should we play by the rules? Exactly. And, and that's the, the, the downfall of the Democratic Party is that we, we're, we're just playing nice. Play by like, the rules. Yeah, we have to try and and do the right thing. And, and I agree with that. I mean, but, you know. Like the Republicans figured out nice guys finish last. And so they've yeah. tried to fuck everybody else over until they can get what they want and they don't give a shit of how many people they piss off. It just, it's astounding to me that Biden right now, what's his approval rating? Like 60% or something close to that? 63%? No, no, like mid 50s. Mid 50s. Like All right. Well, it's pretty good. It's still a large majority of Americans when Trump never had anything close to that. Like you never break, he never went over forty nine percent, but yet it's still no. like they can't figure out that he he lost. They're like they think that they're the silent majority. Like no, you're the loud minority. Like you're. It's only like one in six Republicans or one in six people in the U.S. voted for him in uh, the twenty. 16 election there but they're thinking like oh it's, it's got to be a landslide he won by millions of votes everybody wants it's trump so in there delusional it's so it's, but speaking of trump yeah. we're gonna move on to your question all right David. yeah oh god <clears throat> white cloud all right now for the Lucy and the football story. New York <laughs> County DA Cyrus Vance Jr., whose dad was Secretary of State for Jimmy Carter, I learned today. <laughs> anyway, he's assembled a grand jury in his case investigating the Trump organization, indicating that his two-year-long investigation is drawing closer to indicting Trump and his family members. Dave, will Trump throw Don Jr. and Eric under the bus since they're officially the heads of the Trump organization? Will Ivanka remember who CFO Alan Weisselberg is, despite what she said in her deposition, where she said she didn't know who it was? Do you have any hope that Trump could face any justice for any of his crimes? Any at all? Please, God. Please. I, I hope so. I mean, Trump, I, I don't want to praise him in any way, but he is the most successful and biggest con man this country's yep. ever seen. Like, the, we've, like, he literally conned his way into being president, and that's... That's an accomplishment. I mean, it's not a noble accomplishment, but he fucking did it, and he will con his way out of this. It's like, I hate this guy. I fucking hate him. Like, I just want to fucking... Yeah. Get him. Get him. (laughs) But, um... So, like, I I feel that he will throw Eric and Trump Jr. under the bus. I don't think he would ever try. That would be hilarious. Yeah. And he only cares about himself. (laughs) He doesn't give two shits about his his family i think he cares about ivanka like he wouldn't throw her under the bus like he he i think he secretly wants to have sex with ivanka but everybody well he said so yeah in, everybody thinks that's fucking gross so he's not gonna yeah. do it and maybe maybe he did i don't know i wouldn't be shocked if he did something with her wow we went to a dark place yeah we went real dark but i mean <laughs> fucking trump man uh i like he's probably done some gross gross shit with fucking jeffrey epstein and just just fucking appalling shit and um i and it, we'll never know because he cons his way out of everything and um so 
I think we lost Jet. Uh, but let's see here. Anyways, um, his internet just went out. But anyway, so I I feel that uh, Trump, uh, the 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 case that they're building, I feel that is going to it's going to work. It's going to be a long drawn out. Uh, trial. I don't think it, like he knows how to fucking pander to people. But I mean, Cohen speaking out against him, like everybody speaking out against him. Like the uh, Weisselstein, or, um, their CFO. Weiselberg. What's his name there, Mark? Alan Weisselberg. Weisselberg. Sorry, Weisselberg. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, like he was he was the CFO. He was the, he handled all of the accounts for Trump and Trump senior, like the, sorry, Trump's dad, like for the last like 40 years, like there's no fucking way that, uh, she doesn't know who this guy is. And so she's just learning from her dad of just, Oh, Oh wait, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I don't know who this guy is. Like, I don't know who, who's that guy. Uh, it's funny when people are, are faced with, some type of crime, they immediately say, oh, I don't know, I don't know. So, uh, for an example, today I dealt with a guy, so I deal with government, um, like bad, like just uh, personal identification, ver- verifying cards, and um, it's illegal to take a picture or photograph or uh, scan any of these, uh, it's a government credential. So, uh, this guy, he was out in the lobby and he like, he wanted to like keep it for a keepsake and we wouldn't let him have it. So he kind of took it and he took some pictures of it. And so he came back to my office and I told him, look, this is, uh, this is a crime. You can't photograph, uh, these government credentials. You need to delete them. And then he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go ahead and do that. And then I read him the, Title 12, Section 30, something, blah, 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 the, the actual statute that said the law, and it says like, fines and imprisonment can uh, uh, will not be less than six years or for six months and fines. And he was just like, oh, I, I, I didn't do that. I didn't do it. Like, he immediately hmm. just changed it. And I was like, I was like, fuck, I'm not going to sit there and call him out and grab his phone yeah. and try to delete it. I can't. That's not my job to do that. So it was just like how quickly he turned when he when I, he heard that the law could, you know, fine him and imprison him. He was just like, no, 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 I didn't do that. And I was just like, fuck, like that's every fucking Trump and every fucking evil peer person that involves this fucking orange twat. Uh, that's what they do. It's like, oh, that's something that I can uh, be charged for. I'm going to weasel my way in every fucking narcissistic way to try and get out of this bullshit. And it drives me up the wall. It's like, I don't understand... And he's been doing it for his whole fucking life. Like, why anybody follows him and why anybody thinks he's this great person? It it just grinds my fucking gears. I've never liked this fucking twat. Even, like, even when he was on Home Alone 2, I fucking turned it off. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But um, And he was really bad in that Pizza Hut commercial. Yeah. No, yeah we need to talk about it. WWF. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, good old White Claw. Anybody else? No. Sorry, I went on a little rant there. Josh, what's up? Oh, man. Oh, so much. Um, in awe of me yelling at Trump, so. I just, okay, here's why I'm worried. Because to your point, going back to what uh, Mark was saying about, you know, why don't we just say fuck it and go for it? I'm really, really f- afraid. Because what if 
what we do unto others won't come back to us. And I know that nice guys from this last and all of that. But I feel like we still have to have some integrity. We have to have something because we, if we sell out too much to the uh, political machine, then we lose hope. You know what I mean? We lose, we lose that, that thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. I just want them to gerrymander New York, New Jersey, and Maryland. That's all. Yeah, that's just, it. That's, that's all. all. Just a few. Yeah. But um... would it be would it be terrible? <laughs> but I mean, do you think that Trump will go to jail? That's the thing. Like, I I I really hope so, and I I feel like that there is a good, you know, two years of investigation, grand jury. Manhattan also has their DA on this, uh, along along with New York. Uh, Georgia has a specific case against him. If mm-hmm. if this, uh, the insurrectionist bill or whatever it's called that's in the Senate uh, right now, uh, that's probably not going to pass. If that doesn't pass, I feel that uh, Garland needs to put together uh, an investigation on his own with the DOJ into what the fuck happened. And then anybody who's adamant against it, I feel should probably be an accessory, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. they they need to look into fucking um, McCarthy and his role and fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene, how she was leading people through the... Capitol building the day before the insurrection, giving I tours. I think it was allegedly Lauren Boebert. Oh, Boebert. Um, uh, yeah. So, like, all these people need to their role. Like, it. Uh, well, uh, Green was was tweeting where her uh, Pelosi's whereabouts. Like, all these yeah, people I think need to be. That was also Boebert. Was it Boebert? All right. Well, Green <laughs> did something. All right. It's all Boebert. She did something. Well, she's a piece of many shit. bad yeah. things. Yes. So uh, yeah. they all need to be investigated, and they all need to, you know face their fucking crimes that they've committed, like face the repercussions. And that's just, and if they don't do that, like I, it's people will have no faith in this government. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if people don't pay for the crimes that they've committed, what the fuck are we even doing? You know, why do we? Oh, well, and particularly again, you know, we, we just had the anniversary of George, uh, Mm -hmm. George Floyd Mm -hmm. uh, killing. Uh, his murder, really. Mm-hmm. And, and you have so many people in this country who uh, are faced with injustice. Yeah, and they demand uh, justice. That's the thing. And they demand justice. So, yeah, and so you see what happens. And then you have all of these deniers calling it something else, saying that it wasn't an insurrection, saying that it was benign. And it's like the hypocrisy. And so, and, and so it's these, it's these those moments that, that inflame tension yeah. that have long existed. You know, and it drives me crazy that the same people that are denying this are the same people who are there fucking recording everything on their phone and being like, we're going to take back the government by force. And but yet, no, 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 that it never happened. I don't know, even though there's like literally hundreds of video feeds going on at the same time with social media posts on multiple platforms all talking about it all at the same time what kind of fucking morons do you think everybody is to not believe that it was not an insurrection? It's just, what are we doing right now? It's just mind-boggling. We are through the looking glass. Yeah. And I just, I I know even if you went to prison, it would be like the white-collar tennis court playing prison. Yeah. But mm-hmm. just for the humiliation of seeing him put in handcuffs and put behind bars, 
Yeah. I want to see it happen. Even if it was a small Well, even that, like, he wouldn't be allowed to run for president again. That's all right. I care about. That's I don't, all... is, that a, is that a law? Well, they can't, can't be, be a... you can't be, uh, so the, the few things that can uh, prohibit you from being a uh, president, you, well, you have to be over 35, you have to be naturally U.S. born, um, and, like you can't be a naturalized U.S. citizen. So if you're born on foreign soil to U.S. parents, that counts. That's how Ted Cruz got around that. Uh, and you can't be a convicted felon. And so, I uh, just looked this up, nope, and apparently you can. Oh fuck me! Well, never mind. I'm dead. Um, really? <laughs> so you oh, can be well. a convicted felon, and you can run for president. There never has can't... been one, but you can. Yes. Wow. But you but... can't vote. Yeah. In, right. In most states. If you're a convicted felon, but you can yeah. run for president. Yeah, the only requirements are, yeah, 35 years old, native-born American, and a resident of America. Okay, so there's also something called the Smith Amendments. Uh, this there's These amendments prohibit people from obtaining security clearances, and uh, you need all fucking top security clearances to be president. Yeah. Uh, and one of the Smith... So the Smith Amendments are... You can't you can't be a convicted felon. You can't use um, illegal drugs in the last year. Uh, you can't have a security clearance denied. Uh, and I think there's one other ones, but the felon one is a big one. So I just feel like that might be able. Also, if you participate in an insurrection, you can't hold office in any U.S. office. So. I think the other problem with all of this is it presupposes that anyone does anything about it. Yeah, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we, we learned from the last four years is that he did so many things that should have been cared about, but enough people in the Congress and Senate... There you go. Senate. ...were determined not to give a shit that he got away with breaking countless laws. He got away with so many impeachable offenses before they bothered to finally get around to impeaching him. And then even, even the Senate couldn't be bothered to actually convict. It's just like it's, so yeah, it requires anyone to, to give a shit. It's unprecedented time. It's just like, I can, I cannot imagine talking to going back 60 years and talking to my grandparents about what the fuck is going on right now they would just they wouldn't even understand they're like how could that ever happen how could america do that like how like there's laws against this there's you know rules and regulations we have a constitution that outlines what we can and can't do and then it's just like it, none of that shit matters anymore. It's like this is Well, speaking fucking... of grandparents, let's rant about old politicians. Let's go on to our last segment. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Dave, why don't you go first? Oh, not me. Well, okay, fine. I'll say this. Uh, we briefly spoke about it, but Joe Manchin, man. Uh, always. Always we, and forever. Fucking Joe Manchin. Like, he is the one motherfucker who's keeping this democracy right now from making any progress. Like, this whole January 6th commission is very vital to the future of our whole democracy. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do a filibuster. Fuck that. Blah, integrity of bipartisanship. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the whole voter rights bill that's going to be coming up. That like, He is fucking stonewalling any progress that we make. And he's a fucking Democrat. 
This guy needs to go right to fucking hell. Fuck him. I don't know. I, I wish there was another Democrat who could take his spot. I, mm-hmm. I, and it's not going to happen. There's nothing that can do. It's just, uh, like, if you don't want to end the filibuster because of something that almost fucking killed you, you're just... I, I, I'm beyond words right now. Like, you... And could kill you again. Yeah, yeah. Years. Like, there could literally... Yeah be another insurrection where it succeeds and guess what you could die but he doesn't fucking oh for the integrity of the minority i don't want to be in the minority again and then not have a say uh or to be you know fair to senator mansion though he did issue a scathing uh statement against oh. mcconnell oh, so oh that's that. gonna Ooh. do it because yeah. mcconnell has a conscious he and cares actually, about statements. Yeah, and gives yeah. a shit about anything mm-hmm. other than himself. Uh, you know, because he doesn't really give a shit about his constituents because they're the you know poorest fucking state in the whole union. But you know, anyways. Oh God, I feel like well, I'm losing losing the population quite rapidly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah. yeah. people are dying because they don't believe that you know COVID is real and they shouldn't get a vaccination that's going to save yeah. their lives and other people's lives because, yeah, you know that, that, that's a winner uh, situation right there. Um, yeah, that's that's Josh. Weird. Who should fuck off this week? <laughs> who should fuck off this week? Oh man, Ali. Oh, ah. Sorry, I wasn't prepared for the moment. Um, <laughs> we never are. You should talk about the rats that are around our house right now. I got one stuck in my fucking attic that I sealed off the house. That motherfucking rat wants to come out, and I put a bunch of poison down underneath. And yeah, you know, we got a lot of fucking rats around here. But anyways, this is your Man, fuck I off. What? I haven't seen them. I haven't seen the rats. Really? Seen... Just go out at night. They're running all like I see them running around your guys's orange trees there and going up into like uh, over into your yeah. It's they're fucking gross, I mean, man. The Senate's okay. made up of half of them. Yeah, Senate. Oh, no. A bunch of fucking rats. Rats. Well, who should fuck off there, Josh? Arby's got rats. Um, you know who should fuck off. I'm. I'm gonna take it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna just take it. To no, place do for it. A second. We need you to do it. The clouds should fuck off. The you know what? Because I woke up at four, four o'clock in the morning to get the blood moon. I walked outside. I, uh, I like, okay, oh, the clouds. Was, Got it. Yeah. I was wearing I was wearing my robe and I had my hair tied. And it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm walking around. I was like, maybe I'll take the moon if I walk around the block. I literally walked around and I thought to myself, straight cat on the there. And I was like, this is really stupid that I'm doing this right now. Yeah. But I, I wanted to see the moon. Yeah. Anyway, I ended up catching the live stream on his uh, Griffith Parkinson what he was doing. I'm like, why am I watching this awesome event through the phone? But anywho, the clouds were so thick clouds. that night, even on the live stream, it was interrupted. So, fuck the clouds yeah. and, and, and fuck the center. Wow. <laughs> I thought you meant like the clouds like, yeah, uh, like Microsoft like, and Amazon. Yeah, like the Apple, I, I, Apple oh, cloud. Wow, no, like, man, they really fucked over all my information. They sold everything and it's just like I can't go anywhere no. without like something popping up on my phone. My main business right yeah, now is yeah. cloud support. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry. No, it wasn't that deep. It was mostly yeah. Yeah. old school clouds, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jet, who should fuck off this I'm going to go with uh, a, a favorite, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Nice. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene could generally fuck off, uh, mm-hmm. but this week she uh, 
she compared uh, vaccine passports, essentially like logos that vaccine employees that the vaccinated employees would wear a logo to indicate that they were vaccinated to to the Holocaust star, um, and that you know basically that 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 they were they're treating uh, that they're discriminating against uh, people who trust their immune systems uh, to get them through a ninety nine percent survivable disease. Uh, it's just it's the same rhetoric as always, but it's just it's constant and it's just such uh, it's so stupid. It's so racist. It's so anti-Semitic. It's just so fucking evil. And she's just, you know, she gets this uh, this cute little white girl uh, pass uh, that gets her, you know, all this extra credit among her, her, uh, her, her people. And it's just fucking disgusting. She's she's stupid and dangerous yeah. and they love the fuck out of her because that's the thing, you know, they're, they're, the, the sense of nuance from the GOP is so poor. It's the same thing that gave us Sarah Palin when they were like, oh, you all want a woman? We'll give you a woman. We all just need to find one. Here's one. We found one. And that's that's and that's what she is. Yeah. She happens to be saying the shit they want to hear. And she's a white woman. And they're like, yes, that's everything we want. Uh, great. Yes, we love women. See, we love women. That's why I hate Candace Owens. Yes. Sorry. But okay. Oh, yeah. please do a rant on Candace Owens. Yeah, who's Candace Owens? I, can't. I forget. He's a betrayer. Betrayer to the max. You know why? Because it's like, you have no right to to, to, to get up on there and, and start saying these things about black people. You know, when, uh, again, just on the subject of George Floyd, the way she dismissed his life. And and, and, and it's like, listen, Candace, if you were, because I, I, I studied in Kentucky, if, if you got caught in the wrong roads in the wrong areas. Let me tell you something, Candace. Those people aren't going to care about your politics. They're just going to see one thing. They see you the color of your skin. And I don't want to reduce things down to this kind of. Uh, it feels it feels primordial in a sense, right? Because we're bigger than our race. We are absolutely. We're, we, we transcend that. And yet, unfortunately, there still is a, a consciousness, an awareness that we have to have. Like Candace Owens betrays that every time. Uh, she gets up there and defends uh, the the Trump or whoever. It's, it's terrible. So anyway, yeah. Uh, the, I'll add on to Candace Owens. She who hates liberals so much was represented by the ACLU in an harassment case when she was a teen. She is a total fucking sociopath and a hypocrite, and is. Mm-hmm just in it for money and clicks i think but mine this week is i i i was torn between liz cheney who was like oh there these election uh law changes in states aren't about the big lie it's about election security and it's like well liz (laughs) if there was no widespread voter fraud then there is no need to beef up election security by cutting down on early voting periods. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give it this week to Stephen Breyer, who did a little fucking tour about why he won't retire from the Supreme Court because it's not a partisan body. Open your fucking eyes, man. I know that most Supreme Court cases are unanimous, but anyone that has any sort of serious political repercussions is always either on partisan lines or within one vote of being on partisan lines. This is the most right-wing court we've had in over a century. Like, dude, I get that you're good at your job. I get that you still like doing it. I get that you can still do it. I get it all. 
And I know it must be hard to be 82 years old and have people tell you to retire, but this is the system that we have. It's really fucking morbid because you guys get lifetime appointments and we're all waiting for you to die. And if you, if we lose the Senate, which statistically we're going to eventually, mm-hmm. and they're, they're just going to leave your seat open until there's a Republican president. Even if there isn't one for 20 fucking years, they'll just leave your seat open. You know, it's true. So and it speaks to just a delusion that everyone in Washington has about what Washington, D.C. is and what the federal government is that is just completely divorced from reality. And that's what we have with Manchin and Cinema too. It's just what they believe is totally divorced from reality and it's harmful to people. So fuck you, Stephen Breyer. Yeah. Retire. Thank you for your decades of service, but retire and don't be a dick about it. And that's our show. Thank you, Jet. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Josh. Been an absolute pleasure as always. Play us out. Yeah, here it goes. Senate. Mansion. Bitch-ass McConnell. Punch that guy.